Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Venter, sharing the thought of the day. You know, one of the things we talk a lot about uh, in this community, and it's a good thing to talk about, is the subject of maturity. And obviously, all of us have a goal to come to a place of maturity because when we're mature, we walk in wisdom, we walk in strength. Uh, we walk with a degree of clarity, we walk with a degree of confidence, we're more effective in life, and we can actually fulfill that which we've been called to do. When we're immature, we're less effective. We aren't able to fulfill the things we're called to do to the same um, degree, and we have less impact in the world, less impact in others' lives, and our relationships aren't always as good when we're when we're immature. So anyway, there are there are many benefits to being mature, and reaching a place of maturity is uh, a crucial step, I believe, in the process of us fulfilling what we're here to do. So last time we talked, I talked a little bit about the process of discipleship, and I put forward a framework that, uh, as I look back on my life, and as I've been discipled by many amazing people uh, I saw a bit of a pattern and the pattern just to reiterate is that of being a student uh, which is primarily consuming information right being taught it's a one-way exchange of information through reading books listening to teachings going to conferences right where, where you're learning as a student the next is the phase of being an apprentice now this involves the element of relationship, so being a bit more hands-on, um, serving the cause of another, building that relationship and, and meeting the needs of someone else as their apprentice. And then the next phase, uh, which is the goal, um, ultimately as, as we mature and we become more capable is becoming a partner. So being on a more or less equal standing uh, with, with someone and pulling in the same direction together for the sake of the kingdom. And I think that one of the traps we've got to be aware of is eternally staying in the place of being just a student, right? Where uh, for many years, you know, we, we sit in the same seat every Sunday, Sunday after Sunday, listening to teachings, listening to sermons, you know, reading books. All that stuff is fantastic, but the goal is for us to reach a point of maturity both in in character uh, and in competence in what we do which gives us a sense of credibility and and actually the person that taught me is the person the person that taught me that principle is the person that I want to talk about today and his name is Dale Bayos so to give you some background on on how I met Dale and Dale was one of one of my friends and uh, a mentor as well. Um, to give you some background on how how I met Dale, I had been dreaming for some time about becoming a property developer. In fact, um, I had taken some time out and and written out some goals and put together a vision board. And one of the pictures on my vision board was of a property being developed, and it was it was very important to me. Um, I'd been investing in real estate and, and one of the next uh, things for me to get into was becoming a developer. So anyway, I was traveling around 
various conferences with Ian, just serving him at, at his tables and spending time with him at various conferences. And lo and behold, I met this guy called Dale Bayos. And so Ian suggested that Dale and I spend some time getting to know each other. And I guess you'd say he put in a bit of a good word for me with Dale because Dale doesn't take too many people very seriously. So anyway, I, I, I had the chance to get to know Dale a little bit and um, our relationship kicked off on a high note straight away. We both got along really well, saw eye to eye. Um, yeah, we, you could say that we got along very well straight away. And one of the things that interested me was that I saw Dale working on his computer on a set of numbers. And as an investor and as a business person myself, I, I love numbers, I love spreadsheets, I love strategy, I love ideas, I love the concept of putting deals together and I could see that Dale was was um, yeah very focused and working on the spreadsheet and on his numbers and um, for a bit of the time at the conference he was on the phone quite often you know and I could you could just see that Dale had the personality of someone who was an ideas man, a, a, a deal maker, someone who could get things done. And so I I went out of my way to ask Dale a bit about what he does and he explained to me that he was a property developer and he was working on a 152 unit retirement home deal in, in Canada. And he explained to me a lot, of, a lot of the numbers and how it works and the, you know, the various... Um, you know, ratios, profit margins, and, and it started explaining to me a little bit about how property development worked. And I was obviously incredibly interested. And so I said to him, look, can we spend some time, you know, you, you tell me a time over the next few days at this conference time when we could sit down and you could show me a little bit more about what it is that you do. And Dale said, yeah, sure, absolutely. And so we made a time and I remember coming to that meeting and I had drawn enough cash for my entire time in the UK, which was about four or five weeks. So anyway, I had a couple of thousand, you know, I had, I had a big sum of money, a big chunk of cash with me. And I had felt on my heart, um, to take all the money that I had with me and take it to Dale and, and give it to him in exchange for the time he was giving me, the information he was giving me, um, and what he was investing into me. Because I wanted him to know that my interest in this wasn't just a casual inquiry, that I wasn't going to take him or his time or his information for granted. I wanted him to know that I considered this to be a serious privilege and an honor that he would open up something that was quite confidential and um, yeah, something that, that was quite dear to his heart to me. And so anyway, we sat down and I remember looking him in the eye and saying, thank you for teaching me what you know. And I handed him the cash and he he looked pretty shocked. And uh, I could see him sitting there processing it. And then what he did is he looked me in the eye and he said, look, what I want you to do is I want you to keep this money and one day someone just like you is going to approach you and they're going to ask you to teach them and I want you to remember this and I want you to to teach them as well. And so 
he actually turned down my offer of of giving him the money but he said to me robbie this shows me that you're serious and i appreciate it and i think that there's a couple of principles just in that little exchange for us to take note of one is i was i was eager enough and willing enough to just ask the very simple question will you teach me what you know those were my very words to Dale. will you teach me what what you know and um he said yes and one of the reasons he said yes is because he could see that i valued him i valued his time and i valued his information so from that point what dale did is he he actually sent me some information to look through and at this point in time i lived in australia he sent me a spreadsheet and i studied that thing uh for hours and hours and hours late into the night for many many days weeks months i studied the spreadsheet as like nothing you've ever seen before it has so many tabs you lose count of the number of tabs formulas projections different tabs linking into one another it it is an incredible masterpiece. Uh, it's, I mean, this is the best spreadsheet I've ever seen and I've seen many spreadsheets. So I spent a lot of time studying it. And so I followed up with Dale and I said to him, can we perhaps Skype every two weeks uh, so that I can ask you questions about this? And he said, yes, he was willing to do it. You know, although he's a very busy schedule, he said, yes, he was willing to do that. And so every two weeks we'd catch up over Skype I'd say, how does this work? How does that work? How does this link to that? And what comes first, this or this? And and he, he started teaching me the process of property development. You know, like at what point do you go to council and gain the approvals? And at what point, you know, do you go to the bank and get money? And at what point do you speak to investors? And how do you tie all of this complex information together to actually bring a project about? and to bring it to completion and so he, he started explaining all of this to me over a process of a few months and again another principle here for us to take into account is that I followed up with him right it's not up to the mentor or the person who's discipling you to follow up with you it's up to you to follow up with them and say hey would you mind if we met uh, in such and such a period um, the other thing is that I I showed him that I was taking the information he sent me seriously. And and what Dale explained to me later on is that he set up a series of tests for me along the way. And he said that I passed all those tests. And I believe one of the tests he set up for me was, is he going to take this information seriously enough where he's going to go away, learn it, study it, come back with intelligent questions? Because the measure of someone's intelligence and in, in ancient culture... Um, it has been what are the questions that they ask rather than what are the answers that they come up with and so w what I what I looked to do with Dale was not to come across as though I knew all the answers I, I came across in a way that hey you're the one teaching me I don't know very much and I'm asking you these questions I wasn't afraid to look stupid and ask the the questions that that made me come across in a way like I didn't know. I had to put my pride aside to say, hey, anything that I do know, I'm going to leave that at the door so that I can position myself to be humble, to be teachable, to be shown something, right? And so very kindly, Dale, 
you know taught me a lot of the basic information and so after some time he actually invited me to come and visit him and his family which which we did we flew uh, first to the states and and spent some time there and then spent some time with him and his family in Canada and we got along with them really well and what it came down to is that I can't remember if I made the suggestion or he made the suggestion or we both made the suggestion it was it's just kind of one of those things that naturally kind of unfolded but he offered me a job working for him and um yeah I for me it was like a dream come true coming to work for for Dale and and taking this to the next phase where it wasn't just intellectual information but actually learning how to apply the knowledge that I'd been learning up until that time and so I think that another principle here for us is that at a certain point in time the information has got to become a revelation which means it's something that's within us that we can apply where we can be shown and I think oftentimes we get stuck at a place where we have the textbook uh, knowledge and to know and not to apply is not yet to know right so knowledge that isn't applied is pretty much useless knowledge and so I had to get to the point where the knowledge I had built up about the development process had to become real for me by me actually walking it out and walking it through with Dale so as a consequence we made the choice to move to Canada so went through all the visas you know I paid uh thousands of dollars to get the visas and all all that process to move our stuff over there which it was I was totally willing to do to take up such a kind and generous offer from Dale but I think that another principle here while I'm just covering that is the willingness to go through the inconvenience and the discomfort and the cost of of moving and you know laying uh, laying aside uh, you know relationships that I had where I was living and and job opportunities where I was and other other distractions or other things that were trying to pull at me um, I had to lay all of that aside to go and position myself to go and serve and so I went and did that I went and worked for Dale and I realized by working for him how little I really knew and Dale has the saying which is you know hitting someone over the head with a two by four which is his way of saying that you need to get through to people you need to tell people the truth we need to actually if somebody's not listening or not paying attention or doesn't get it um, you know it's basically his wording for correcting someone and so Although, you know, nine times out of ten, he was he was very kind to me and very patient and um, taught me, yeah, very taught me in a very patient way. There would be certain times and certain days where he'd say, what are you doing? Like, wake up. What you just said was really stupid or what you just did was really stupid. And so I had to learn, uh, and I learned pretty quickly, but I had to learn not to get offended by him correcting me. And I had to learn to position myself in such a way where I was willing to be corrected because the scripture says that correct a fool and he will hate you correct a wise person and they will love you and so I think that what stands in the way of us and our maturity at times is our willingness and our openness to the process of correction and so for a year and a half I worked with Dale and there were many occasions in which I was taught and corrected and instructed and 
what I notice with a lot of people and some of the people that, that come to me and say, hey, I want to be mentored or taught is they're not really open to the process of correction and instruction. Anyway, I could carry on about this story for a, a lot more time. I've reached my time limit, so I better go. Um, but thank you for listening. And I think I'm going to continue this as a part two in my next podcast. All right, guys. Cheers. Have a good day wherever you are. And Dale, if you're listening, lots of love and honor, bro.